Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and as always, we have Shiloh from B1029, and we are recapping and discussing some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week of September 18th, 2023. So this was announced over the weekend. It's always exciting when we find out who the Super Bowl halftime show headline act is going to be, and we finally found that out over the weekend. It's going to be Usher, which honestly, I am excited about. Not only do, I mean, Usher's a great performer, but the Super Bowl next year for 2024 is on my birthday. Is it really? Yeah, February 11th. So I get to watch on my birthday and have Usher, you know, inadvertently perform on my birthday (laughs) while I get to watch it on TV. Yeah, and you get a birthday present from Usher because he's releasing his first album, his first brand new album since 2016 on that day, too. Whoa! See, I'm gonna write this all this down. Tell my wife we are celebrating hard on the 11th this year. Because I mean, usually we get to a certain age, your birthday's kind of like. For me, it's just kind of like, eh, it's yeah. your birthday. But you know, now that you got the Super Bowl, Usher's performing, new album dropping. It's like, what? But tell my wife right now, February 11th, mark it down. She's like, I know it's your birthday. Yes, but it's also the <laughs> Super Bowl. Usher's performing. <laughs> That'll be a hell of a party, too. Yeah, really. Then we all have to go to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the uh, announcement was made. Uh, Apple Music uh, dropped the announcement on their uh, X or Twitter page. Um, but what I found was kind of like, for me, unnecessary. Did, did we really need Kim Kardashian to be a part of the announcement? You it was kind of like the- this whole skit thing between her and Usher. It, it was kind of... I felt the announcement was a little lackluster. I mean, everybody feels like in order to make something like newsworthy or really like hammer the, the the drama of it to involve Kim Kardashian. And I just, I, I am so looking forward to the day that we collectively as society, we decide that that's just not necessary anymore. Yes. And it just, it just puts like these people don't need any more attention. The attention is always on them. So, like, yeah. why, why, especially why take away from Usher's moment? Let M- Usher have his moment. This right. is, you know, th- you know, this is something that performers can only dream of. And the fact that he's never been offered the Super Bowl, he's just been a feature of a Super Bowl before. Mm-hmm. He gets his own moment to shine, and it's like, yeah, we got to bring in a Kardashian to get everybody's attention it's like no usher has my attention <laughs> yes we don't need it I, I mean if you wanted to do some kind of skit you know it'd been really cool because you mentioned yeah he's he was featured his first super bowl performance he was featured with the black eyed peas i think it would have been cool if you would have gotten the black eyed peas including fergie back together to help make that announcement with usher that, that would have been, been an cool. awesome tie-in that would have been fantastic that yeah that yes. would have been smarter i think so, well, you know, look, Apple Music, Rock Nation, Jay-Z, if you need help making these announcements, just reach out to us. <laughs> we got ideas, too. Um, but, yeah, yeah it's going to be cool to see Usher perform. Yeah, I'd heard a lot of rumors that, um, I mean, because obviously there was the rumor mill churning about Taylor Swift, and that was right. it was just, that was never going to happen, guys. Let's, let's, let's be real. No, let's, Maybe. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Now, we're going to talk about this later on in the episode because – it's going to be part of our, our wa story. And it was a bit of a wa and it's been a circus the last several weeks, but 
if Kansas City makes the Super Bowl, is there a possibility that maybe a little cameo? Maybe. Because let's I don't face think it. If, so. You don't think so? Okay. I don't think well, okay. Well we'll 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 get to that part. We'll get to that we'll, when we get yeah, toward the end of the podcast. I was little, expecting little it to be more like rock and roll this year. Oh, because well, because we had the we had uh uh we had the weekend, we had um uh Beyonce. So yeah. I was expecting yeah, I was expecting rock to make a resurgence. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, I I guess I I guess I was wrong. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised and I'm 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 happy well, about I'm glad, it regardless. Yeah, so. I mean look, the the weekend had an awesome show. Um let's see, Lady Gaga Lady Gaga wasn't that long ago too. Yeah. I mean we, we've had pop, we've had I mean don't get because me wrong. It, I think it was after it was after the whole Justin Timberlake uh yes. Janet Jackson issues when they went to more of the classic rock we need to play it really safe yeah and then they kind of eased back in where they had prince um uh who else gosh i need to i need to look this up probably should look this up beforehand uh super bowl halftime show performers oh yeah i mean um, honest to god like my favorite was was dre dr uh, dr dre like that was so oh yeah next dre, level Eminem, uh 50 cent I mean that yeah, Snoop, that was that was an awesome Super Bowl. Yes. Halftime show. They and to see Eminem come back. So let's <laughs> see. So after cool. yeah, yeah. So after the whole Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake debacle, then they went to Paul McCartney, the Rolling Stones, then they had Prince, then they had the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Bruce Springsteen. Uh 2010, there wasn't any oh the Who. So then mm. 2011, the Black Eyed Peas, Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Coldplay, Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Rune 5, Shakira and J-Lo, The Weeknd, Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent. And then we had Rihanna just last year, um, which we realized, she, you know, she was preggers. Yeah, that, that time and yeah. Kind of scared us a bit because she's over there suspended in midair. It's like, oh. You got precious cargo. I mean, not to yeah. not to discount her, not to discount Rihanna. I mean, she's precious too, but yeah, <laughs> precious and precious her. Well, yeah, so they're they're kind of going now. You know, kind of okay. We can kind of go back to the pop, R and B, hip hop, and get back into that again. Because yeah, I mean, they went super safe after. Yeah, you're right after the whole thing with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Well, and you know, there's always, years, there's always going to be something. Well, and there's always those prop bets that are like, Oh, okay, yes. well, let's, let's bet on how many costume changes there's going to be. And like, what color usher is going to, or what color his microphone is going to be. Like, there's always these little like prop bets that they do. And every year there is some kind of like wardrobe malfunction prop bet. Yeah. Yeah. This year I might take it, guys. This year I might take it. Usher, <laughs> Usher can do some really risky stuff. So if you if a shirt <laughs> falls off, who's? I mean, really? I think this might be a, a safe, a, a safe but risky bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're gonna move on. I mean, I feel like this past week has been just divorce news after divorce news after divorce news. 
<laughs> All um, of 2023 has been. <laughs> yeah, it has been, but especially this past week. So let's start off with Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner, which their divorce is probably the the divorce you're going to remember the most throughout of 2023 because it was just messy. It was just story after story. It lasted. It felt like forever. It finally was settled. Um, TMZ reported that Costner's legal team submitted paperwork that was going to have uh, Kevin pay his ex-wife, Christine Baumgartner, $63,000 a month. Um, the judge ruled that the former the, that the couple's prenup would be enforced. If Christine were to challenge it, she would be forced to pay Kevin more than a million dollars, including attorney's fees. So basically, the judge is like, look, this is it. You challenge it, you pay. <laughs> I think even the judge yeah. is not enough. Um, because Baumgartner filed for divorce in May, and they it now, you know, almost the end of September, finally done. Um, because look, there was and we had talked about it on a I think it was the last episode of the early episode before about Christine wanted more. There was the the house, there was the kids and because after Christine and Kevin got together, she quit her job. And then, you know, she, obviously she doesn't have a job anymore. She's not married to Kevin anymore. So she's without a job and wanted, it was like, what, like $200,000 a month or something. It was like, it was like six figures she wanted. It, it was insane. It was an insane amount. I think she even got, I mean, look, she, the prenup, I think she'll be fine. She will be fine. Yes, she will they be have fine. Three kids together. The kids are going to be fine. She's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. So, even it's just funny that the judge also said that. Look, you you, you challenge this, you pay. So yeah, that's done. Um, also, goodness. yes. Also, after last week's episode debuted, we found out that Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez they each filed for divorce which I thought was surprising. Um, yeah. TMZ reported that Ariana was the first to file on Monday, September 18th, citing irreconcilable differences. Then Dalton immediately filed after. Okay. Um, usually only one party files and that's about it. But uh, hey, if you both want to file, cool. Now, sources tell TMZ that everything was coordinated and worked out beforehand. And basically, Ariana's just going to cut Gomez a check and then that's it. So... Here's the money I owe you. Thanks for everything. Goodbye. Oh, and I guess as for why it took for so long the couple to file, because look, after the news broke about Ariana and Ethan Slater, I mean, Ariana and Dalton were still married. They're still legally married, even though they had been separated. It's I mean, yeah, they've been separated. I mean, uh, Ariana and Dalton are still legally married. And here's Ariana carrying on with another guy allegedly living together in New York City. So I guess the reason why is they were trying to work out the details. Um, but apparently it all got worked out and Dalton's going to walk away with uh, no wife and some money. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, look, Ariana's got the money. I mean, I don't know how uh, Dalton, he's a, he's a realtor, isn't he? Or Yeah. So I, I don't know how much money he's got, but I, I can't imagine it's Ariana Grande level money unless he's the top realtor in the area and really putting down some sales on huge homes. 
not to discredit what's, Dalton what's, Gomez's career, you know, his job, but yeah, you've got to be like successful in your own right in order to even get the attention of someone yeah. like Ariana Grande, I would assume, but right. you're not but on yeah. Ariana Grande's yeah, level. Yeah, we, we had never heard of Dalton Gomez unless he was your realtor until yeah. Ariana Grande yeah. came around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I I don't know. I just he eh, forgive me if I don't feel sad. <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> Yeah. I'm really it's yeah, it's it's you know good. Let's yeah. just Look, just good. Well, Let her do yeah. whatever she's going to do with SpongeBob boy over there and and then she, you know and Dalton's a good-looking guy. He he's got a nice little consolation prize and you know what probably this little boost in publicity is probably going to help us sales some oh i'm sure you know? well and so probably i'm sure got he's not going to be yeah i mean i'm sure he's not gonna be totally crushed i mean i'm sure obviously he's probably disappointed but i'm sure he'll yeah, get over it in, yeah you don't go into a marriage expecting it to end you you know no, you i know but look ariana grande's mo has not been the best it's not the mm. greatest mm -hmm. um I think we know that this thing with Ethan Slater is likely not going to last. And I, hate to say no. it, <laughs> I don't believe it. No, <laughs> don't yeah, say those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't say that. They're going to be in love forever. They're going to be on a mess. Broadway together. And yeah, no, it's not going to last. <laughs> let's, let's just be for real. We hate to, we hate to bring out the hard truth, but that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Bijou Phillips filed for divorce from Danny Masterson. If you remember, he was uh, convicted oh, yeah. in two counts of rape and was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison. Um, she filed for divorce also on Monday, September 18th in Santa Barbara, citing irreconcilable differences. Uh, yeah. Um, they also, Bijou what? also requested full legal and physical, physical custody of their nine-year-old daughter, which I'm going to yeah. say she's probably going to get. <laughs> so yeah um i'm just I, disappointed I, I that it took knew that yeah, long it's, yeah it, well and it's wild that it took this long like i don't know if like I, I think i think in that when when something like that happens and you realize what's going on i, I think you're in a state of shock before maybe. you before you decide like oh i need to end this like you, you're, I mean, obviously her attention now was to their daughter. And I think that's obviously where her attention was while yeah. obviously, you know, trying to be there for her husband. Um, well, and, and just probably, realizing now it just all has finally just hit and you're like, Oh, I need, I need to go. Yeah. Well, and it could have been also that, you know, their, their lawyer was a little preoccupied <laughs> with, you know, well, yeah. criminal charges. Yeah, he's got, got Wasn't really worried going on. Right. I wasn't really worried about drawing up divorce papers. No, he's worried about the court case going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad also, that's ended. Yeah, that's done too. Also, Sophie Turner Turner is suing Joe Jonas. NBC uh, got documents that were filed on Thursday, September 21st. So here's what here's what happened is if you remember back when Sophie and Joe were together, I think this was back. Back in April, there was some talk about Sophie and Joe moving their family to England to make it their permanent home. Mm -hmm. And then there were some things where I think, uh, obviously, the Jonas is going on tour. 
there were some other scheduling things. So it, it didn't really happen. But the decision, I guess, was made that they were going to move to England. Well, now Sophie is suing Joe because apparently he's refusing to give up their children's passports and is refusing to send them with Turner to England. And I think Sophie's filming a, uh, a series there in England right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that that's that's what's going on. Look, I. I don't know if it's going to really hold up only because uh, now if I if I read correctly, I think they had. They had purchased a rental in intention to buy. If I remember correctly, I'm going to pull this article up from from NBC News here. Because they kind of break it down. Um, so yeah, she started filming this drama series in May. Uh, the children were going to travel with Jonas and a nanny as he kicked off the tour with his brothers, the Jonas brothers. Um, yeah, they had moved into a rental in May, entered a contract to buy the home in July. And then, of course, with the, her series and the Jonas brothers touring, it didn't really come about. And then, obviously, the divorce. So, I don't know. It, it, maybe since they actually had the intent to buy, maybe it's going to hold up. Um, because I guess the plan was to move there in December, according to her filing. So we'll have to kind of wait and see who the kids are going to go with. But right now they're with Joe. Um, yeah, I don't love that. I don't love that. And I'm glad that she's suing him. <laughs> <laughs> Shiloh's I on team Sophie right now. I and forever that's my queen in the north like I'm I I feel like the way all of this has been handled by Joe and his team is a little snake like it's, and it's, it's very painting Sophie as the the person the 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 they're the the uh the villain here and it's just so unnecessary when I mean it's right it's heartbreaking when a couple chooses to part, particularly when there's children involved, you know, and, and it's, it's never easy for anybody involved. No. And it's, I just, I, I find it to be a, in poor taste to make it worse and to yeah. go out of your, it's, it's, it's like that. I mean, to me, this is Hollywood's version of like the couple that gets on Facebook and is like, well, I'm at home again with the kids because she's out partying with her friends. And it's like, you look so foolish, like posting like all of mm -hmm. your business, like airing dirty laundry. It's, it's immature. It's irresponsible to me, in my opinion. And I just, girl, yeah, get that bag, get that Jonas brother money. And, and just, oh, I think she will. Oh, there's well, no doubt and, about it. I think she will. Well, and, and the I fact think that, that like, since, because she's even saying, like, he's keeping the kids from her. I mean, she used the word abduction in her legal documents. So, like, there is, like, full-blown, like, you can't have the kids. I can't leave the country. Or, you know, they're they're not leaving the country that has got to have Sophie in a panic. Like, because it's different, like, being away on a job and having to work out of town or or whichever. And it's another, like, having your kids, like, kept from you. And we've already seen how protective she is over her children, how she does not want them exposed to the media. She doesn't want them on social media at all. Right. It's like, this is, she's got to be panicking. 
Oh, for sure. For sure. And, and, I, and look, I don't think that's fair to do to anybody, but particularly a young mother who has yeah. been vocal about her issues with, with look, being a mother, Sophie, like the transition. Sophie's not a, yeah, Sophie's not a big social media person either. I mean, you no. rarely hear about her. When she's even said that, like, that's that's what like had me so confused about all of these allegations that oh she's out partying and she's never home with the kids or this that and the third it's like but she's been on the record of saying that she's a homebody and that she would never leave her bed if she had any other choice that she doesn't like going out and doing things yeah. and he's always been the one who's notorious for schmoozing and going places going out and partying so and there's a huge age difference between them like they got together when she was extremely young she's a very young mother and it's like mm -hmm. this is this this whole weird this, I, don't, uh, I, I don't like it i don't like it i think this is just the beginning it's only going to get worse from here in my opinion right yeah um i mean the last the last instagram post was from september 6th when they announced their divorce um before that you know, she was out in New York. Um, there's a photo of her somewhere on a, looks like a beach. Um, looks like there's another photo of here from um, uh, Vanity Fair Awards. I mean, look, it doesn't look any different than some of your other celebrities but i mean it's not a lot of it's not a lot of her like out and about i mean there's some yeah there's a lot of pictures of one night yes and like, it's not look at all like these constant. pictures of her yeah they're like look at all these pictures of her going out all the time i'm like she's in the same dress in the same bar right. or club or whatever and it's clearly written like rented out because there's nobody else there except for her cast so they've already said this was a rap party. So of course she went to the rap party with her coworkers. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't buy it either. I I, I agree. I, I think the whole story of her being a a partier I think is is false. Does she go out? Yeah. I mean, she was just sure. sent out with Taylor Swift here over the week past week. But and I as mean, we have discussed, nothing we see nothing that Taylor Swift does not want us to see. Tree Payne, who is her publicist and her like manager, is a freaking magician when it comes to sending the public a message and sending the correct message. So yep. we saw Sophie and Taylor together to send a message to Joe, period, yep. from both of them. It was a united front and it was magical and I loved it. <laughs> My bias is showing. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Russell Brand. So we talked about this in our last episode. Um, he's being accused by multiple women of sexual assault from about 2006 to, I think it was a 2013. And a lot more has happened. Um, YouTube banned Russell Brand from making money on his ads. A spokesperson uh, told TMZ that he violated the creator responsibility policy and so even his other accounts that include Awakening with Russell, Football is Nice, Stay Free with Russell Brand, and of course his main one are all suspended. So any of those ads that play before videos they make money on, 
he won't be able to do that right now, of course, as he's facing sexual assault uh, allegations from women. Um, I think also the police also uh, in uh, in London also, I think, were I think there was an actual report filed from another woman that claimed something had happened in 2003. So this is separate from my understandings, right? This is separate from the four women that accused him of sexually being sexually assaulted by Russell Brand from 2006, 2013. Also, there was another report in 2008. He allegedly exposed himself to a BBC employee um, and then went on air to brag about it, which, again, that's very Russell Brand. Um, There was no formal action taken. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, his tour has been suspended. His live tour has been suspended. Um, There's also been some stuff about, of course, during this time, he was married to Katy Perry. And I need to find that story because there was some headlines, if I remember correctly. She had a shocking nickname for, for Russell Brand. Um, This is according, I'm on Yahoo Entertainment. Um, Now, this is according to The Sun. Um, I guess Piers Morgan recalled that Katy Perry had dubbed Russell Brand Rasputin, which means the debauched Uh one. Oh, well, and, and... What's what's like the the story of Rasputin? Is that he yeah, wasn't he, he like a he was a he was a crazy guy. Yeah, he, well he was kind of a like a freaky guy as well. He was. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. If if you want to go learn about Rasputin, go do it on your own time. <laughs> yeah. He had some weird things. Um but yeah, that that's allegedly the nickname Katy Perry gave Russell Brand when they were married. Um, now, of course, the allegations come during that time when they were married because, uh, let's see, they um, got married in October of 2010, divorce concluded in July of 2012. So we have to kind of think that Katy probably knew some stuff was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I've said before, she was like devastated when she because because he did it in such a weird like he texted her or something like he just yeah clearly had zero respect for her as a partner in that moment and seeing her like healed today is just a breath of fresh air to see her like come back from Mm -hmm. it because i really do feel like he he knocked her down as many pegs as he could right oh i agree and look Russ in in Russell Brand's statement when these allegations came out, he's you know he said, "Look, I've been very open about my uh, my experiences. I'm I'm very you know like I say, he's very open about those things, but doesn't make it right. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's fine. You're open about it. I'm not. I shouldn't say that's cool. That's fine. You're open about it, but doesn't make it right. But, that admitting to doing these things just basically says, dude, you're, you're a bit of a dirtbag." Well, and we have just learned, we we haven't, we should have known all along, but I mean, as society has evolved and acknowledged 
that there has been this like abuse of power and this like really icky way that particularly, well, we've put the spotlight on particularly men in Hollywood being able to basically just get away with absolutely anything they want. And I know that there's like so many people that are like, oh, it's a witch hunt or, you know, what fake news. It's like, no, we're just tired of seeing crappy people get away with doing crappy things to mm. people who don't deserve it. And we're holding them accountable. Accountability is is completely different than a witch hunt. Right. Exactly. And we're able to look back. I mean, there's been so many there's been so many interviews and segments from his comedy where we can look back in 2023 and go, ew, no, yeah. that's not funny. That's highly inappropriate. We don't act yeah. like that. We don't talk like that. We don't treat women like that. But Russell Brand does because no one can touch Russell Brand. And that's exactly what those women said in their allegations, saying that right. he was untouchable. What was I supposed to do? Like he assaulted me and I, he's right. He, uh, what am I going to yeah. do? He's famous. Well, and now it's a different case. Yeah, exactly. Now, now the times have changed, so he's not untouchable anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I forgot he existed. To be completely honest with you, until oh, these yeah, allegations sure. came out, I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Russell Brand." Yeah, I forgot Russell about Brand. Him. Yes, exactly. After after the whole Katy Perry divorce thing settled down, it's like you never heard from Russell Brand again. Really, I've never. There might have been some instances where he probably popped up here and there, but you're. I mean, was I really that concerned about Russell Brand? No. And I've never rewatched a single movie or no. comedy thing he's ever been in. He's just not that great. I, aside from the fact that he's given me like icky vibes all these years, like he's just not that funny. No. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, so exactly. could happen to a better guy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to never hearing your name again, unless it's in negative context. <laughs> Um, so we haven't talked about Lizzo in a while. Of course, she was um, hit with a lawsuit by three former dancers. Uh, uh, was it last month? Earlier this month? Um, claiming uh, sexual harassment, um, body shaming. And now another lawsuit has come out from an ex-employee. Her name is Asha Daniels. She filed the lawsuit on Thursday in L.A. This is according to People. Uh, she's named Lizzo. Lizzo's production company, wardrobe manager, and tour manager claiming that they made racist and, quote, fat phobic remarks mm. and also denied Daniel's Medicare or medical care leading to anxiety and PSD. So Daniels tells NBC News, uh, quote, I feel like I was living in a madhouse. It was totally shocking. I was listening to this black woman on this huge stage have this message of self-love and caring for others and being empathetic and being strong and standing up for others. And I was witnessing myself, the dancers and the background vocalists and my local team in every city be harassed and bullied regularly, which comes along with that same message of those three backup dancers. They claiming the same thing. Um, she says that according to the documents, uh, uh, Asha was, uh, she designed custom pieces for Lizzo's dancers on her tour in September of 2022 then was later asked to join the tour to help with the keep up of the costumes. And that's what she has. She took concerns of alleged racism and bullying to the uh, wardrobe manager and was told to leave it alone. She also accounts some other instances too of alleged harassment. Now a rep for Lizzo told people in a statement quote, as Lizzo receives a humanitarian award tonight, this is when the statement came out from the black music action coalition 
from the incredible charitable work she has done to lift up all people. An ambulance chasing lawyer tries to sully this honor by recruiting someone to file a bogus, absurd publicity stunt lawsuit who, wait for it, never actually met or even spoke Lizzo. We will pay this as much attention as it deserves. None. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I know. I, I don't want to believe it, but as different people are now coming out, and again, this is the, the second lawsuit filed. The three, I believe, are joined together in the one lawsuit. Um, gosh, I... It, it, I don't know. I it it, it kind of raises a red flag a bit for Lizzo, and I I hate that for her. But when you see the same story again and again and again from different people, kind of like, well, maybe there's some truth to it. May not be Lizzo exactly. Maybe some people on her team. I don't know. It 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 doesn't. It does put a bit of a, a dark mark there for Lizzo when you see that all the stuff that she's done, all the things that she's doing, and for people to start coming out and talking about it. I can't, I can't imagine this is all like a coordinated effort just to trash Lizzo all of a sudden. For some reason, these people are filing this. For, there, there's got to be a reason behind it, and I don't, I don't think it's just something like the the rep for Lizzo saying a an ambulance chasing lawyer trying to. Sully and honor. I, 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 there might be some truth to it, but I don't know how much. But I don't, I don't think this is one hundred percent bogus. There's, there's got to be something there. Well, yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire, kind of thing. And I don't know right. if this is piling on because there's an opportunity, or, I mean, let, let's just be honest with with everybody. I mean, as we've kind of noticed with Doja Cat lately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our favorite celebrities who put out the image of wholesome, this, that, the third, good role models, sometimes they can also, I mean, we need to keep that in mind, that they're human, that they make mistakes, that they slip up. And sometimes right. they're flat out problematic. And and that's, that's okay. In some instances, we can forgive them. We can hold them accountable and move forward or whichever. But I... Yeah, because it's like, I, I I was okay with, I mean, I was sad learning about some of these allegations because it's like, man, that's like the opposite of what Lizzo puts out yeah. there about herself. So it would be very disappointing to learn that that is who she really is. But also, you know, we've all gotten mad or frustrated and said things we don't mean or said right. things that may have not been in the best, like, context. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know... I don't know which. I mean, we just don't know enough to ha- to be able to make an informed decision on it. I mean, exactly. keep in mind we need to continue to think critically about things like this and not just gobble up information just because it's there. We need to take a look at the whole picture and come mm-hmm. to our own conclusions on how to feel about it instead of just grabbing a pitchfork and running with it. You know? Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, look. It, but also take it, it seriously. You know what I mean? Like, don't just brush yeah. it off. I mean, I mean, look, we we've seen it before. You know, where we've had one person say something and then obviously it piles on. Some of them have led to nowhere where it's just basically false. Some have actually led to things like look at Danny Masterson recently. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, even like Ariana Grande, it's like, you know, there's been plenty of, you know, quote unquote victims or like other women 
who've been mm-hmm. like, yeah, she, she she was the other woman and, you know, made out with my boyfriend or stole my boyfriend or whatever. And because she has this like squeaky clean image and like everybody loves her, like nobody really took it seriously when there really was fire where there was smoke. Oh, yeah, for so sure. It could just be that, you know, like I said about Russell Brand, it could just be that the tides are kind of turning within society where you're we're not letting you just get away with treating people crappy no matter who you are and if if mm-hmm. lizzo has been treating her dancers or colleagues with any kind of t- contempt or disrespect then that does need to be held accountable that that does need to be acknowledged and atoned for right yep for sure be interesting to see how that all unfolds yeah and i'm sure it's not look I, i'm sure there's going to be some other people that are going to speak out as well Oh yeah. Um, it always happens. So we'll, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one and kind of see as more information comes out. All right, let's finish up with our was story. We tease it at the beginning of the podcast. So let's review. So back in July, Kansas city chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey saw Taylor Swift perform on her heiress tour at Arrowhead stadium. And somehow was trying to get her a bracelet with his number on it to come hang out. That was the story. And so there was, there's been some comments made during NFL games. Even Travis's brother, Jason has said, has kind of danced around it, made some jokes about it. Um, and just here recently, uh, Travis appeared on, uh, the Pat McAfee show and Pat McAfee had to ask him about it. And so Travis says, look, he goes, I, I gave her gave her my number. I said, "Hey, I've I've seen you perform in Arrowhead Stadium. You should come see me perform in Arrowhead Stadium." And left the ball in her court. That that was his his words. Can I tell you something real fast? What's that? <laughs> I never watch like live TV. I very rarely watch like cable or whatever. I watched that interview. <laughs> yes, I, like, I have I have to watch the Pat McAfee show today. I fo- I for sure set a reminder in my calendar so I could I could watch that. But I do I do like that show. Like now yeah. that I've watched it I was like, "Oh, I would totally watch this." But I watched it for that. So you're welcome for an extra viewer <laughs> courtesy of the connection with Taylor Swift. Anyway, go on, right. sorry. <laughs> no, and so also um his brother Jason was on and I forget who it was that was interviewing him, asked him about it. And Jason kind of joked, you know, saying, oh, it's 100 percent true. He goes, nah, he goes, I look, I don't I don't get into his relationship stuff. I don't I mean, that's whatever. Just kind of playing it off. And then come this past Sunday, (laughs) Kansas City is at home against the Chicago Bears. And who do we see up in the like sweet press box area? Taylor Swift is sitting with Travis Kelsey's mom, Donna. Yep, sitting right there with Mama Kelsey. Just- there are photos of Taylor screaming and cheering, and you know, there's jumping around, right her, jumping around. She's got the Kansas <laughs> City gear on. Oh yes. So now I think we finally got a confirmation that there is definitely something going on with these two. And and. Barstool Sports posted this or shared this, but a uh, Chicago uh, sports personality got a photo or a video of Travis leaving Arrowhead Stadium or walking out with Trav or with Taylor Swift walking next to him. Yes. 
There was no hand holding because I, I did no watch that video. They were walking together to leave the stadium. Oh, and let me bring up the article. I, I saved this just so I could talk about this today. <laughs> but Travis was wearing, the, so the outfit he was wearing, it was like white denim with like yep. blue splotchy like paint thrown on it. Mm-hmm. It is a 1989 bedroom painting matching set piece. Like it is. What? It's a Taylor Swift like inspired designer piece. <laughs> See, wait, wait, what are what are the lyrics of the song? The the mastermind song. None of it yes. was accidental. <laughs> I'm so, the mastermind. Like she has a hand in absolutely everything. Yeah, and when we just talked about it, her press person. Wants us to see what they want us to see. And so yeah. obviously, if Taylor didn't want to be seen, they would make sure that they put her somewhere that she was not to be seen. They would not sit her next to or seat her next to Travis Kelsey's mom. Yeah. If she didn't want to be seen. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I have a huge crush on Travis Kelsey. I think <laughs> he is... The best thing, I mean, I, I'm, I am, oh gosh, unfortunately, I am a huge Bears fan, <laughs> especially after I know. yesterday. No, that it game, is very unfortunate. I think, I, I'm sorry if Taylor Swift probably, if Taylor Swift was not going to be there, eh, the score might have been a little bit better, but uh, at one <laughs> point it was 34 to nothing. Oh yeah, just took all the wind out of our sails. I mean, yeah. I still kept mine. My best friend is a Chiefs fan, so I've been rooting for the Chiefs because my Bears aren't going to do anything, obviously. And I think that not only like Travis Kelsey as a tight end, and then also Patrick Mahomes, like the two of them together, like this is like the best thing that has happened to football in in a while. Like this is like the dream team, and to pair, you know, goofy funny bursting with personality Travis Kelsey dancing in the end zone Travis Kelsey with Miss Americana is either a match made in absolute heaven or the greatest PR move I've ever seen oh truly this is I mean, either like Taylor's publicity team going this is gonna work perfectly with the 1989 drop next month like you with like this this hunk of a dude who everybody is obsessed with and loves like this is going to go so well with boosting your album sales for 1989 Taylor's version or mm -hmm. this is this is this is god showing us that he really does have favorites and it's not fair, <laughs> not fair. <laughs> oh i mean, for, uh, I mean look you had ever since the whole bracelet story came out you've had not only just us talking about it and other tabloids you had the espn fox cbs sports guys making comments oh, yeah. about it the, and the even, only other person i would pair taylor swift with at this point is david portnoy of barstool sports and that's just because yes. i know he loves taylor swift too yeah. but like admires her music and her work and her art as well and i think travis yeah. kelsey's the same way even Greg Olson, who was one of the broadcasters for the game, saying the game aired on Fox, mm -hmm. said, quote, I think the secret's out. I think we can play matchmaker and put the rumors to rest. I think they're officially a couple, and I think the internet is going crazy right now. 
Taylor Swift oh. was the number one trending thing on Twitter or X yes. or whatever during the game. Like nobody look, gave a I crap am, about the game. I it was all sure. about Taylor Swift. Oh, exactly. Look, Chiefs fans, Bears fans going to watch the game regardless. After the whole story came out the few days before this game of Travis saying, hey, look, if the ball's in her court. I, you know, she can come see me play. I'm sure there were Swifties across the world tuning in to see if Taylor was going to show up for this game. He has got to have like a deal, like a side deal with with Fox. I, I bet you, I mean, if he doesn't, his management team is failing spectacularly because for him to go, I put the ball in her court, we'll see what happens. There's no way she just randomly decided to show up a few days before. Oh, this no. has been months this in is, planning. This has been work in the, I mean, this has been planned in the process. I'm sure, look, remember, was it last week or two weeks ago's episode, there was the uh, the TikTok theory about yes. this whole thing? And oh, look, no. I'm now beginning to be like, oh my gosh, I think this girl might be right. Because <laughs> look, I mean, they've obviously had to been together for at least a little bit. I'm telling you right now, like to hang out with his parents and she is, you know, she didn't have an entourage. She didn't have friends or anybody like with her. No. It was, she was spending time with his family, cheering yeah. him on at his, at his football game. Like it was, this is, that's a very intimate thing to yeah. me. And look, when they were leaving Arrowhead stadium, there was no, bodyguards around them it was just travis and taylor walking right out and even taylor looks at the camera from the uh, chicago sports guy goes hey how you doing just yeah. smiling like yep yep i got you his his you voice know, gets all know, high pitched. taylor's like oh this is gonna be gold i can't wait to see everybody's faces oh and, you know that and, she's and, just and scrolling travis, on social media <laughs> and like, for travis and his brother jason to play it the way they did and Jason kind of being the goofy guy, like, oh, yeah, my brother. Yeah, sure, it's 100% true. Uh, you know, sports guys. Yeah, psh, we don't care about this stuff. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, now we care. No, we we definitely care. I guarantee there's sure, people I'm watching sure now that Kansas game. City, Kansas City tickets have gone, like, skyrocketed now because people just want to go to the home games, not because they're Kansas City fans, but I wonder if Taylor Swift's going to be there this week. No kidding. Well, and it, they're already expensive. I, I I did try to go. I've I've tried to. I would love to see them play live. Oh, I'm sure because they knew that Taylor Swift was going to be at the game. They're like, yep, uh, tickets are going to go up this week. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just now now the question is, is we we kind of teased it when we talked about Usher being the Super Bowl halftime show headliner. If Kansas City makes the Super Bowl. Does Taylor Swift just come out for a song? What 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 if what if uh, she does the duet with Usher for um uh oh no I'm sorry I'm thinking of something else not wrong wrong person I'm not thinking of Usher I was thinking of the Nelly um oh yeah I'm sure there's got to be a song that Usher can do with with Taylor Swift well here's the thing one here's song the thing. she's playing in Tokyo on February 10th. You mean she won't jump a flight because the, the, the Super Bowl is in Nevada. It's close to the Pacific. I don't know if she'll jump a flight and perform though, in the midst of her tour, because like she's going. Then she's going to Australia on the sixteenth. But it, it's all right there across the Pacific. You're right. I mean, 
Nevada's not far from the Pacific Ocean, and you know, it'd be different if they were playing like in uh, Chicago. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Flight. But being that close, and if she and Travis are still together, I don't see her not going to support him. I mean, just because I mean it's the Super Bowl. It's like a lot of celebrities will go just just to go, but particularly if. You know, if that's her man and he's playing and he's already yeah. come to her shows and supported her, like she's, mm-hmm. she is, a, she is a very loyal person. So I don't see, I don't see why she wouldn't, but I don't know if she would perform. She might want it to be about him. Possibly. Yeah. I, Cause I do, I really do. I mean, I, I, I talk about her like I know her, but I mean, she just seems like the kind of person that wouldn't want to make it about her. If it, if she is truly in a partnership with Travis, she wouldn't want to take away his spotlight and make it about her or no. about them. She wants it to be about him. him I would think. Yeah. I would at least. Yeah, but unfortunately, because it's Taylor Swift, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. She could she could just randomly sneak in and be like, "Oh, hey, Taylor Swift's here." Well, yeah, but I mean, like, getting on stage and performing, being a part of the uh, yeah, like surprise. I, who knows? Although, what Let's a power see. move. Oh, for sure. And now, going back to the, the TikTok theory video that we had, um, which we have it up at B1029.com if you're interested. But, you know, Taylor, the, the, the theory was that Taylor was going to use Travis Kelsey to sabotage the Chiefs for the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl and win it because Taylor's from Philadelphia. And there was a part in there, I believe, where Travis gets hurt. Well, she said that um, that he he she was going to break up with him the week before the game, and that he would be, you know, he he would he would just be devastated. But he put all of his effort into practicing, and that he would be on his A game for the game. And the first half, he'd be incredible and he'd be fine. And then she would come out and perform the halftime show, and it would devastate him all over again. And he would be crying so much that the eye black underneath his eyes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> would get in his right. eyes and blind him, we'll which we do not want to happen. <laughs> we are not putting out into the universe for my boy. No, but, yeah, but it's already there. She <laughs> that she put it out there on TikTok, and I bet now she's like, okay, let's see if this. Act, I mean, we'll 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 follow this actually through the season. Oh, absolutely. Let, let's see where we end up the week of the Super Bowl. Where Kansas City is, where Philadelphia is where the relationship between Taylor and Travis are. Let's see how this becomes. I can't wait. (laughs) Football season just got a whole lot more interesting for Uh the non-football fans. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. As we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week, you can listen to all of our episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to as uh, we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week.